everybody. It is Tanya Burton, your host for Court 1031. I am pumped you are here because I'm going to go over a topic that you're probably going to cringe, not like, might not agree with everything you guys say, but I promise it's for your benefit. And if you trust me and you do the exercise at the very end of this episode, oh my goodness, you're going to see a shift in your weight loss physically, but most importantly, mentally. Okay, as somebody who was 50 pounds overweight, the moment I made this shift, I not only lost 50 pounds, but I've kept it off for going on six years. I had a baby last year, and within a few months, I got back down to my pre-pregnancy weight. Okay, so it didn't take me years later, just took me a couple months. And it's because I kept this tool in my pocket and I made sure to focus on it and to apply it to keep my weight off, but also to knock it back down uh, post-baby. Okay, so what's this tool? Let's find out right now. All right, so when it comes to weight loss, a lot of people focus on what? Uh, Gym membership. No, your exercise is not the most important thing. A lot of people focus on meal prep on Sundays, have meals planned out for the rest of the week. No, that's not going to help you in the long term. A lot of people think it's having a friend to do it with. Well, how many times have you tried that? And it's never helped you reach your goal weight, right? Like it's a, you know, not a great idea. (laughs) All all these things are are great. You, You should be exercising. You should prepare your meals ahead of time and know what you're eating. Support is really important, but those are not the most important tools. I'm actually going to go over four of my top tools that I recommend that you have when you are losing weight, but I'm going to go over one specific one that's going to change and alter because you need all four tools, but one of them is the last tool that you need for a lifetime. All the other ones are short-term. When you hit your goal weight, this is the one that's long-term, okay? So what is that? So the first four tools that you should have, and by tools, I really mean best friends. These should be your best friends that you circle yourself around when losing weight. What is that? Number one, my fitness pal. Or some type of tracking journal or something. You need to pay attention to how much you're consuming. I highly recommend it. I know for a lot of people, it seems like a chore. It seems tedious. It seems like a lot of work. But really, anytime I ask somebody, how long does it take you to track your food? In the beginning, it might take you 10 minutes because you're not used to the app or actually taking the time to write it down. But then after a while, I mean, it takes me maybe two minutes a day. Swipe, swipe, swipe. If you're using my fitness pal, it's super easy to do. You're, we're all creatures of habits. So you're going to eat the same meals. But the power of journaling is it forces you to be mindful of how much you're consuming. You're not going off of emotions, which we usually do when we eat. Hey, what am I craving? That tasted good. I'm going to go for seconds and thirds. I feel sad. I'm going to eat more. So when you journal, when you track your food, emotions are to the side and you're looking at, here's the goal. I need to stick around this amount of calories or macros, depending which one you're focusing on. You do that. and boom, you're in a calorie deficit, which helps you to lose weight. Can you lose weight without journaling? Sure. But that, I always recommend that's more for ad, like advanced dieters. Um, if you want to try intuitive eating, um, you can. 
But if you're if you're brand new and you've been struggling with your weight and you've been trying to lose weight for a long time, tracking is such a great thing to have, okay? Because there's freedom in it. You don't have to stick to a certain meal plan. You eat what you want every single day. I mean, I couldn't wait to wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all new calories and I can spend them in a whole different way today. So I was never bored of my meals. And that's what helped me to keep going and lose the 50 pounds. So I highly recommend if you're going to journal and track your foods, commit to it. I want you to think of it as brushing your teeth every morning or taking a shower every day. You need to have tracking your food just as important as your personal hygiene because it is your body and it's it's so important um, to be committed to this. Okay, so the tracking does not work if you do it like once or twice a week. It's every single day throughout the weekend. Okay. Um, really quick story because I had to share this. It's just so funny and a little sad, but more on the funny side. I had somebody sign up for my program and um she was tracking for a couple days and then um followed up with her the next week and she go and you know we're talking and she goes I've your diet is the worst diet ever and I go what I'm like well it's not my diet but I mean it's just law of thermodynamics it's science but um I try to simplify it into a program to you know bite sizes that you can do it she goes this is the worst part I gained eight pounds on this program and I go what I go have you been tracking your food she goes no uh, she goes, I went out with my friends this weekend and we ate and drank and I didn't drink any water. I didn't really move much all week. And I gained eight pounds on your program. And I go, that's not my program. <laughs> so just because you say you're you're dieting, but you don't do anything of the diet, you are not dieting. You're wishing and hoping for results just because you say I'm on a diet. You actually have to put in the consistent work. She had started the beginning part of her week tracking drinking water and exercising and by Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday didn't do any of it so when I talked to her she's like I gained eight pounds not on my watch sister you didn't do my program that is not my program my program is all about consistency and I'm very straightforward if you're going to do this you have to put the effort every single day not that you have to be perfect every day but you have to be mindful and intentional every single day your diet should not be an on and off switch. I'm going to be on it Monday through Thursday and screw it. It's the weekend, Friday through Sunday. I don't care. You're never going to get your results and you're going to continue to be frustrated. Regardless of what diet you say you're on, you need to be intentional and you need to take it seriously every single day. Okay, so that's my example. I just thought that was hilarious. I'm like, hey, my program sister, you ain't, mm -mm. <laughs> don't link up my program to that because you ain't doing it. <laughs> But I've been there, so I'm not I'm not judging her. I just thought that was funny. Like that made me really sad. I go, what? I've never heard this before. Well, I never heard it before because most people who say they're gonna do the program do the program. Okay. Anyway, um, your second thing that you should focus on is having a food scale that should be your best friend. It really should. It's annoying. Yes, I couldn't stand looking at it. By the time I used my food scale, my food was cold. Because I weighed everything out, I was very precise. I plugged it in, I scanned it in. If it didn't match up, I'd have to, okay, you know, you know, instead of a full serving, do half a serving because you're gonna go over your calories. So I was very meticulous because I, for me, it was burning inside me to just be done with this weight. And if I knew if I tracked my food and I was in a deficit for as long as I possibly can, my weight will quickly drop off. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound quickly, but 50 pounds in a year. That's less than a pound a week, but you know, I did it, you know, and it's because of that attitude. So that's why I really encourage 
regardless of what anybody says or does, you're you actually doing it and committing to it every single day, it matters. And I saw how powerful the food scale was. I go, wow, that's actually a serving size. Like you ever you ever uh, pour yourself a bowl of cereal? It's a bowl of cereal. You ever weigh out cereal? It's a little handful. I'm like, no wonder I gained weight. Oh my goodness. I would have a heaping bowl. And if there's any milk at the bottom, I poured more cereal to finish my milk because we don't waste in this house, right? Like we are going to take every sip and finish the bowl correctly. That was like an 800 calorie breakfast. I might as well have a cheeseburger. You know what I mean? So it's so important to weigh out your food and be meticulous. Not once in a while, weigh out your food. Anything that is not prepackaged or individually served, take a second and weigh it out. If you haven't lost weight in a couple days, it's probably because you're not weighing out your food. You could be tracking, but if you're not weighing it out, you're still not being accurate. Like a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm tracking my food. Have you weighed it? No. Mm, okay, you could be off 100, 200 calories a day times seven. 1,400 calories that you didn't account for on the minimal side. Oh my gosh, no wonder you're not losing weight. Okay, so if you are serious about losing weight, take, give it your all. Track everything, wear everything out. It's not OCD. You still have to pay attention to whatever diet you're doing. But if you're going to do it, do it right, okay? That's my another second speech. Um, number three, what you should have is you should have support. And I highly, I, I, I can't encourage and stress this enough. Get a professional coach. Me. Um, <laughs> you, don't, uh, you don't have to like get me personally. Um, although that would be great. But um, you need to have a professional. A lot of people... That's why I said in the beginning, in the introduction, you know, people think that having a partner with them is, is great. They need a buddy. They need a support. But how can somebody support you when they've never successfully lost the weight? They don't know what to say or what to do or how to encourage you. You know, they're going to say, oh, it's okay. We'll try tomorrow or we'll do this. That's not good enough advice. They don't know what to look for. And when you're dieting, there's a lot of numbers to look at. People don't really tell you this, but you are, you need to be in a calorie deficit. You need to check your weight. Um, you need to check your steps, your calories burned. You need to check how much sleep you're getting. Um, you, there's so many numbers. There's so many factors to losing weight. Your friend who's never been a nutritionist, who's never been a personal trainer, who doesn't know anything about fitness, it's not fair to put that pressure on somebody to hold you accountable when they don't even know what that means or what that looks like. They've never experienced it, and so they can't pass it along. Does that make sense? So I love having a support group, but there's a reason why like on Weight Watchers, there's somebody leading the group. There's not just them all sitting around just talking. Someone's leading and coaching and guiding them and, and, and encouraging them. So that's why people make progress. Um, I just encourage, I've done groups, I've done one-on-one. -on -one. The power of one-on-one -on -one is just amazing. You're more open and sharing. It's all about you. And it's, it's just so much better. You know, there, I, I see why, you know, when people go to a therapy session, it's just them and the therapist. You know, it's not a group of people, although that might work. People get better results speaking one-on-one -on -one with another person, with a professional. And when you check in with that person a um, couple times a week or once a week, it is a game changer. I wouldn't be who I am today without all the coaches that I had. And I had a coach for an entire year. My goal is actually... You have a coach, a coach until you hit your goal weight. 
because the moment you quit, you're going to stop seeing results because you're going to get complacent. There's no one checking in on you and you're not going to lose the weight. Even though you know what to do, everybody knows what to do. They have to eat less. They have to move more. They have to stay hydrated. And yet we're all overweight or we can't reach our goal weight. And the reason why is we don't have anybody checking in on us. And there's a reason why professional athletes have coaches. They're not professional on their own. They have a support team. They have a coach. They have somebody professional guiding them into being better to keep going. Does that make sense? So I just really encourage hire a coach. Work with somebody who truly cares about you. And here's the second thing. When you pay, you start paying attention. When you do stuff for free, or if you do something for $20, $30, that's not enough umph to get you going. You start paying a couple hundred dollars for help, ooh, your butt gets in gear because you're like, I'm gonna get my money's worth. The moment I paid for my first coach, which was $400, I remember because it was so painful, I go, I hit like pay, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, now I actually have to do this. Like my butt has to get in gear. That's a lot of money I just invested in myself. I have got to get up. And this is talking from somebody who would sleep 16 hours a day. So I went from sleeping 16 hours a day, I'm not even kidding, 16 hours a day, for over a year to the next day when I hit submit and I paid for my coach, my butt went in gear. I got a gym membership. I got new workout clothes, shoes, headphones. I'm like, you're doing this. So that's why I encourage bet on yourself, invest in yourself, because it's going to force you to level up, okay? You're not going to level up with $20 a month, $30 a month. You're not going to level up um, with something free from Pinterest. That's why you're not successful. So invest in yourself, okay? Finally, this is the best tool ever, okay? This is what this whole episode's about. I went on like four different rants because I'm so passionate right now because you need to hear the truth, okay? The fourth tool that you need to use and have with you every single day while you're dieting and for the rest of your life is a weight scale. (sighs) I know everyone cringes. Nobody likes that. We don't have a good relationship with the weight scale, right? Like it's not something we like, but... To lose weight, we need to track what you're losing, making sure you're going in the right direction because if you're not losing weight, we're missing the mark and we need to adjust things. And so for a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'll just base my weight loss on how I feel or my clothes or my inches or if I'm doing better in my workouts, all great things to assess. But the bottom line is if that scale is not moving, there's a reason why and we need to figure it out. Otherwise, you're going to be the same weight or gain weight. And you're going to struggle this for the rest of your life. Okay, so when I educate people on why the scale isn't moving or what we need to change, they learn and they quit being frustrated with the scale. And that's kind of my hope for you is to look at the scale in a different point of view, not as a roller coaster ride of if I, I have a number in my head, if I step on a scale and I see it, I'm happy the rest of the day. If I don't see it, I'm mad, it ruins my day, and I eat everything in sight because I'm not making progress, and then I have a pity party. Like, that's the emotions we want to avoid. So I'm going to break down why the scale is so important to use now while you're dieting and how to use it for the rest of your life. Right. So the reason why your weight scale is super important is because you need to not only look at it as a day-to-day number, which is somewhat important. I'll say it's like 10% important to see what you weigh. 90% is what is your weekly average? Okay, this is super, super important. I highly recommend buying the scale called We Things, W-I Things, T-H-I-N-G-S, 
we things i think it's like 60 maybe 80 dollars on amazon it's a little bit expensive but what's really great with it is it connects to your phone and has its own app and i think it actually connects to if you're if you have like a fitbit or an apple um app or my fitness pal um it's really good it just connects in all your of all of your devices i just have it as the app um and that's it i don't have it connected to anything but what's really great is you step on it every single day. Come Sunday, it sends you an email report of, hey, Tanya, you lost two pounds this week. Good job. Or, hey, Tanya, your average for this week is you're up a pound. So that's what you want to see. The goal is for your average weight for each week to be down anything, whether it's down half a pound, 0.2, two pounds. You just want to be down a little bit because that means you're making progress, Okay. Before you know it, it's going to add up. I remember that, you know, one week I lost two pounds. The next week I didn't lose anything. The next week I lost three pounds. The next week I lost a pound. Great, I lost six pounds for the month. That's really healthy and normal. Does that make sense? So instead of being frustrated with it every single day, like, oh, if I don't see this number, I'm annoyed. Look at it as a weekly average. And the way you know your average is going to be down each week is, let's say you weigh 200 pounds. Well, your goal is to see a number underneath that at least once or twice for the remainder of the week. I'll give you an example. So I used to teach boot camps a couple years ago and I had um, a lady in there and she's like, Tanya, I have weighed 201 to 203, just back and forth, back and forth for the past couple of months. She goes, I cannot seem to get under that. And I go, okay, great. This is an awesome problem to have because a lot of people struggle with this. I go, what number on the scale would make you happy just to see? And she goes, 199. She goes, I'm tired of these 200s. I just want to break through them. 199. I go, that's all I want you to focus on. I want you to step on the scale every single day just to see if you hit 199. But I want you to have the question, what do I have to do today to see 199 tomorrow? It's a powerful question. I've said it so many times in other podcasts. I can't stress enough. If you ask yourself the right questions, you're going to produce the right results. But it has to be good questions. Good questions equals good answers, okay? Now, why do I suck? Why can't I lose weight? Those are bad questions, but get curious. How, what do I have to do today to see 199 tomorrow? And so I told her, I go, just focus on that. I'll see you next week during boot camp class. But I go, I want a good goal. Is let's just see it one time. You haven't seen it in months. I'm sorry. You haven't seen the 90s in years. You're a couple days away from it. Let's just see if you can hit it once in the next seven days. Well, come next week, she beelines towards me. She opens up her phone and she shows me because she had the uh, she had the scale and it keeps track every single day of what you're weighing. And she showed me her results for the week. And in seven days, she hit 199 three days in a row. Isn't that amazing? She focused, instead of focusing on why do I keep ranging from 201 to 203, she's just frustrated and she's focusing on those numbers. All of a sudden she shifted to, what do I have to do today to hit 199? She hit it three days in a row. Um, and she was upset that it's been three days in a row that she's hit 199 and she hasn't seen 198. And I go, hold up. Okay, we're, no, 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 no. We're going to stop and just throw you a party right now. Because our goal is to hit 199 once. You hit it three days in a row. 198 could be next week's goal. But let's take a moment and celebrate. Like we're always putting this pressure like we're not good enough when we're losing weight. Stop. 
the way your body works is when you celebrate and you are excited and you take a moment to be proud of those small wins that you accomplish, it helps your body to keep going. But if you keep badgering yourself and being negative, good luck trying to make any results. Push yourself. When you hit your mini goals, celebrate, set new goals for the next week. Keep on that momentum. Don't just be mad at yourself that you're not constantly hitting a new low every day. It's not going to happen. You're just going to set yourself up for failure and you're mentally going to just drain yourself and want to quit. So set up your mini goals. When you hit your goal weight for the week, great, set new ones for the next week. Okay, give yourself, give your body some time, at least five to seven days to hit a new low. Don't expect it every single day. It ain't realistic, all right? So it was really cool to see that. I'll give you another story of why your weekly averages are so important to see. So I've been working with a client for a couple of months and um, I usually have them, I, I straight up start teaching them about weekly averages. But with this client, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to start her off with that. I just want her to go on the baseline of the program. Track your food, drink water. Bonus, if you work out, I think her goal was to work out two, three times a, a month. And that was it. She is two months into the program. She's down over 10 pounds. And um, we're now, this, I feel like it's a good time to be like, okay, now let's look at your weekly averages. Um, and that's just who I am. I'm very different with all my clients. So some of them, I start them off the same. Some of them uh, with same technique. Some of them are, I just go with the flow with who they are. So I didn't have her track anything besides food first couple of weeks. So then I introduced her to the, let's look at your averages. And um, I don't know how I knew, but it was, I'm so glad I did it when I, when I did. I just can sense it, you know, like, okay when you start tr transitioning to this. So um, what we do is we have a full week of tracking the weight. And so the following week we can kind of keep track. By week three, she is down four pounds. But she doesn't see that. What she sees is Tanya, I'm fluctuating between the same two, three pounds. And I go, it looks that way. But let's look at your tracker. Let's look at your sheet. I go, um, I believe it was her weekly average for the first week that I had her start using it. It was 237.4. Her second week was 236.4. So already she's down a pound. Even though it's going up and down, up and down, her average for the week is, hey, you lost a pound. And then the third week, her average was 234.2 or something. So it was about three pounds. And I go, isn't that awesome? She goes, oh my gosh, I didn't notice that. It just seems to me like my weight keeps going up and down. And I go, it does, but it's actually on the lower side. And then before you know it, next week, you're going to see more of the 233, 232. And then it's going to keep going down. And she goes, oh my gosh, she was so excited. She goes, wow, I am making progress. In our brains, we th can think, okay, I've seen the same two, three pounds. I'm doing something wrong. This isn't working. When you look at your averages for the week, you're like, hey, I'm doing a lot better than what I think. I'm actually down a pound this week. What, what does that do to you? When you notice you're making progress, what does that do? It gives you motivation and drive to keep going. That's why it's important to look at the right numbers, not just your daily number on the scale, your weekly average. I can't stress that enough. Also, when you weigh yourself every single day, it kind of forces you to... Um, 
it gives you a good mindset for the day. So for example, if I weighed under what I thought I was going to weigh, great, I'm excited. Let's keep going. I'm going to stick to my routine and I'm going to knock it out and I'm hopefully keep, keep losing the weight. If I weigh myself and I weigh the same, all of a sudden I get competitive. I don't get angry. I don't get disappointed. I get competitive. Okay, what do I have to do today? Maybe I'm going to take an extra 10 minute walk. Maybe I'll do a hit session today. Um, maybe I'll, I'll focus more on, I'm going to double up my veggies. Um, maybe I'll, I'll spread my, my meal timing. So instead of eating every three to four hours, maybe I'll do four and a half hours to five hours. Maybe I'll give myself a bigger break so that my body has to use fat to keep me going. So I burn a little bit more. Okay. Does that make sense? Get curious, change what you need to change. And then hopefully you'll see a drop. The power of weighing yourself all the time is it keeps you in check. For example, the fact that I hit my goal weight, now I just have to check it a couple of times a week to make sure I'm on point. If I go up a little bit higher than what I'd like to see, then I'll, then I know the next couple of days, okay, Tanya, bring back, you know, you know, bring it, bring it back a little bit, you know, move a little bit more, watch your portions a little bit more. I, my weight drops back down a couple of days later. Okay. That's how you maintain. You're not going to maintain within a pound, but you should maintain between five to eight pounds, 10 pounds max. Okay, so let's say you weigh, your maintenance goal is 140. Sure, fluctuate between, you know, 135, 145, but let's say you hit 146. You're like, oh, no, not today, Satan. Like, okay, let's, let's, uh, we are going for an extra walk. We're going to pay attention to what you're eating. And then before the next day you hit 144, you're like, okay, good. If you didn't weigh yourself, what would have happened? You wouldn't have known. So you would have kept eating and doing the same activity you were doing or not doing. And then boom, before you know it, you're at 150, 155. And then you're like, oh, my pants are getting a little snug. And then you weigh yourself and you're at 160. You're like, oh, snap, what just happened? Now I have to work hard to lose 20 pounds. So please don't be scared of the, of, of the scale. It's actually for your good. It's to keep you in check and make sure you're making progress and keeping your progress. I will always use a scale all the time all the time. I'm on vacation right now and I went to the gym just to see how much I weighed. I want to know where am I at right now? It is so important to know because it helps you make better decisions and it helps you not to gain weight. If you look at people who are constantly fit and healthy, ask them. I guarantee you they're weighing themselves all the time because they want to stay the same weight. They don't want to buy a whole new wardrobe. Okay. It ain't going to happen. They're like, it's too much money and it's depressing. Okay. They keep the same weight. Um, so that's, that's my, that's my helpful tool for you. You're probably not going to like it. It's really, it's an emotional roller coaster. but if you weigh yourself every day and I give it about three months, just make that commitment, weighing yourself every day for at least three months, you're going to start learning more about your body. But if you're only weighing yourself a couple times a week, you're not given enough time to see a pattern. So why do I say three months for, for a lot of women, you need to see the pattern of that time of the month. Do you gain two pounds or five pounds? Because once you know that, the next month, you're not going to be as stressed out or angry. Does that make sense? You're like, okay, that's just my body. Like, I know for me, I'm always up two pounds. Am I frustrated about it anymore? No, because I know once I'm done, it's going to drop. Does that make sense? You need to learn more about your body, and you only know that with consistent data. Okay, as geeky, as nerdy as that sounds, you need to know the numbers. And it's so important to stay consistent with them. Not just whenever you feel like weighing yourself or when you're dieting or exercising, do it every single day. Cause I can't tell you how many clients have went over their calories or didn't exercise for a couple of days. And then they step on the scale and they're like, Whoa, 
I'm still within a pound or I've lost weight. And I'm like, isn't that awesome that you can eat more or not exercise and still lose weight? So they're breaking their own myths of the only way I'm going to lose weight is if I exercise and I'm in a deficit all the time. No, you can actually not be in that significant of a deficit or not move as much and still lose weight. It's really awesome to experience that. I can't tell you how many times I went over my calories, like a thousand, stepped on the scale the next day and I actually was less weight. I'm like, what? My body's awesome. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Enjoy the scale. Okay. It is your best friend. And I'm going to leave you off um, with, with this question. Okay. Two things to use to your advantage. Okay. One, I'm going to say, use it every day. I'm going to, I challenge you, write this down. What do I have to do today to see the scale drop tomorrow? Write down what you specifically have to do. Okay, literally stop, write it down, be specific. So it's not going for a walk. How long? Is it a mile? Is it 30 minutes? I have to eat healthy. What does that even look like? Is healthy eating a burrito or is healthy eating salmon with rice and asparagus? Like what's healthy eating for you? And I want you to pay attention to your weekly averages. This is so cool. Do it for at least one month. One month, look at your weekly averages and journal it. Okay, and so if you don't have WeThings app, Um, all you have to do is write down your weight for seven days straight at the end of the week, add them all up, divide by seven. That's your average. That's like old school way. Okay. Just do that. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoy the challenge. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Learn to hug and squeeze your weight scale. It's going to be your best friend. All right. Have an awesome day and I'll see y'all later.